Monday, June 27, 2016, this is Maelstrom Radio. Monday, June 27, 2016, this is Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. Your hosts, Flex and Shinter. Three amigos, and we have officially our third and final co-host. Temporary finally co-host. I don't know. Maybe we can go crazy and add like 27 people on this thing. Um, We have Curry. Oh, hey. Hello. How, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I did joke. I'm trying to fix things. I did joke things last time. I think I'll do jokes thing again. All right, so uh, this host... Uh, once, <laughs> this host once wrestled a bear, nude, in the middle of Toronto. It's, uh, Shin. I was gonna say you. You look much more <laughs> equipped to wrestle a bear this time. Probably. <laughs> it's the bear. This host, uh, is the only person I know that can wield the keyblade. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Carrie. Super entertained. Cause he actually has a damn keyblade. Uh, hi guys, how's it going? How's your uh, how was your gaming week? How's your uh, how's your week going? I'm a disappointment to our free company, and I really didn't log in this past week. We didn't to the uh, the outside world. And bro, I hit fifty on Carpenter and started doing. Mo- I unlocked the Moogle question. <laughs> Ultimate Woodsmith. Ultimate Woodsmith. We got Donkatron in chat. Hey, buddy. I did nothing. My chocobo's blue now. Yay. <laughs> You know the reason why you can turn your chocobo blue? What? We got really bored one night and wanted to change the color of our chocobo, so we went out and bought a house. <laughs> that's pretty much how it went down. That's how yeah. we got our first house. That's exactly how it went down. Then we upgraded, because I was uh, wheeling and dealing on, on websites. <laughs> and and got a, I took over a guild and then got 35 million gil and a medium-sized house. Because... That's what I do for my free company. <laughs> was drinking involved? Maybe. <laughs> Depending on yes. the night. The answer is yes. Depending on the night. <laughs> Most of the nights is yes. Uh, so guys, uh, did we... Did, I don't think we had any news. Or I don't think... <laughs> did we have any... Oh, um, I have one thing. If you have not yet done your summer promo, it ends tonight at 11.59pm for Amazon. Do it! Do it, do it. Go get your white. Get Legend checklist. of Zelda digital. Do it. Yes. I already have it though. I I, I can't buy digital. Get it for stuff. a friend. Do get it. Do it. Do it. Do it. 
there's somebody out there that's like just turned in and is like, I'm with these Maelstrom radio guys and they just see us go, do it. it. They're like, well, that was a waste. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Nike's gonna like come in, like, please, please cease and desist using our, uh, we don't like, want to be associated with you at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, we don't want to be associated with you, Nike. We know what you do with kids in factories. It's not nice. Um, yeah, it is. It is a sweet deal. It's not bad. You get a white fat chocobo mount. You get the uh, butler outfit, which I used in two weddings this <laughs> over the weekend. You got uh, the butler, not the maid one. No, no, I got the maid one. Can we? Can the guys wear the maid outfit? I don't think so. Because. All right, I think I know you, people have asked Yoshida if uh, the, if cross dressing could happen in game. So if that happens, I will don that maid outfit. <laughs> Can you just imagine just glamouring it to your gear and just doing dungeons? Yeah, uh, I, like the Dark Knight shows up with his giant sword and the maid outfit. <laughs> would, would you be a maid though, or would you wear the nice bikini? Oh, that's a hard. One. I don't know. I'd probably go in the bunny outfit, like from uh, from the uh, Gold Saucer. Just like show up in the bunny outfit and be like, "What's up?" No pigs. My la- <laughs> butler and maid is gender lock. Ah, Yoshida. One okay. day, one, one day you can you can be a a, a magical girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh. yeah. What what's the anime we created on episode one? Was it magical <laughs> something? Whatever the achievement is. Involved- Mermaid things. Yeah, we created a magical girl anime where, uh, like, girls, high school girls would become mermaids. <laughs> and, uh, it was like Aqua Defense Force something. It was a playoff of Aqua Tween Hunger Force. Yeah, yeah, but we did it. There was a, and we, listen. <laughs> Aqua Gleam Hunter Force. Yeah, it was Aqua, Aqua Gleam Hunter Force. And it was a, it was a magical girl anime. Where uh, all the all the girls would turn into mermaids and they fought a sea witch. <laughs> so, welcome to Maelstrom Radio. Yeah, welcome to Maelstrom. Awkward Gleam Hunter Force. Yeah, we're sponsored by we're sponsored by Crunchyroll. Not, re- not really, <laughs> <laughs> not, not really, not. That'd be pretty good too. Yeah, be th- Dear Crunchyroll, we like money, <laughs> so. Um. So, all right, that's all we have for news. So we're gonna get right into our first thing. Um. Game and Watch had a uh, interview with Yoshida and Blue Garter uh, was nice enough uh, to translate said and uh, the user on Blue Garter is Slicer Slicer thank you so much for uh, going through and painstakingly translating <laughs> the whole thing um, we've we've discussed it, uh, real quick and and I, Carrie wasn't here and I would like to get Carrie's uh, I you know opinion on the deep dungeon i have one you do you so you don't have lots of things i mean kind of i'm excited for it that's all i know uh all right well all right good (laughs) you know what it is right it's deep it's so deep all right (laughs) watch out the aqua gleam hunter force is coming for you (laughs) all right so the response to patch 3.3 difficulty of mock um the if you watch the e3 uh live letter People were like, listen, the difficulty mock was fantastic. The difficulty Nidhogg was fantastic. And he was like, I agree. <laughs> so much so that people wanted a, uh, a savage mode of mock. And if for, you, for you to don't know, mock is the uh, second phase of Void Arc. 
Uh, it's, so it's the 24 uh, man raid, and uh, it, it's it's got a you fight a Rubus cube, and <laughs> and it'll kick your ass. So, I mean, I'm down. I'm down, I, and I think that's great that they set that standard and uh the one thing that i took away from it is that we knew that creating void arc it was too easy that you could uh you could die you didn't you didn't have to really pay attention to mechanics and survive but even if you died you could like get res and recoup really quick and then like we ran void arc i mean i know we were overgeared and stuff for it but we ran it it was like still like kill the first time that we ran it we had no strats nothing and we nailed it mostly yeah, like I think my, you stayed alive. I did. I was alive. I don't. I don't think any of us died. It was and it was quick. Like you ran through and it was just like, well, all right, here you go. And faster than some dungeon runs. Yeah, it was. Um, but you know, knowing that going forward, that the difficulty is going to like it's really setting the standard for the difficulty going forward. I'm I'm down. Uh, I'm an old raider, like I'm an old WoW raider, like Burning Crusade and like that difficulty, forty man raids and shit. Like I, I like tough content, you know. And some people are always like, well, you know, there needs to be that 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 gear lust and like, and I I'm down. Like I always like a good legendary, uh, so. Uh, but we'll get more into more into like the spoilers for our rest of our stuff. So, um. So what do you guys think? Like ha- having played other MMOs and like the difficulty of Final Fantasy 14 in some of the some of its aspects. Like, do you think that it's good that they're they're putting in harder difficulty content from here going forward? No. <laughs> Silence. I was letting you talk first, Shen. Sorry, I, I was paying attention to something else at the time. Oh come on, guys. Are you watching Magical Girls right now? <laughs> um, I don't know. I appreciate that they're gonna, you know, start adding more harder content because it just if I feel once you get to the end game and everything's too easy, Hold I on. won't play anymore. Holding mid sentence. Did did we just lose a flatus? I think so. Maybe you got pizza. Alright, place your bets, everyone. Let's see, who was at the door? Also, if you all look at his Harry Potter books, he has two of the same one. Oh! I apologize. Who was at the door? No, sorry. We were just judging your Harry Potter books. Oh, thanks. Yeah, sorry, I apologize. Uh, I heard, like, my door open. I was like, uh uh-oh. He's in the house, Peter. Yeah. It wasn't me. It's okay. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Back to Shen. <laughs> Sorry. Blocking spam. Oh, no. Um. Sorry. Sorry. I apologize, guys, if I threw you off from what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Can you ask the question again? Or the question being like the that if content. In other games was uh, always like harder content. In other games like Carrie, you played Final Fantasy XI, and the content in that game n- noticeably harder. And and 
for you, Shin, like EQ two content rated content was surprisingly tough. Like I I had a chance to run some of the older raid content, and even then I was like, all right, this is kind of so knowing that like if Nidhog was something you could sink your teeth into and be like, all right, this had some bite to it. Like I like that. Like I know I like bite. Like I like when fights and mechanics are like, all right, there's tough. You have to pay attention. I, I enjoy that deeply. Like that is something that it's ingrained in me. Like I like a challenge. I don't like a pushover fight. I don't like it being easy. I think that challenge is good. I think challenging your your player base is good. I think it's great for the community to because it it's one of those things where like you band together, right? You band, you sit down and you you play with other people and you 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 build that camaraderie and you like I'm the first <laughs> and I and I do this a lot. I'm the first person in RFC that's like when I hear somebody's like oh, I don't think we can do this. I don't think we can do this. I'm like I'm the first one to be like no no no. We got this. We're doing it. We're doing it. And we yeah. do. Like, like I, I, and that's me. Like, I, I'm the type of FC leader where I'm like, I have, I set goals. Like, I'm like, we can do this. Like, I don't like if we, and if we can't, don't worry, because we'll fucking come back the next day and we'll do it. Yeah, like I think it's a little hard to compare against like EverQuest Two and Final Fantasy Fourteen, especially for raid content with EverQuest Two being over many years older than Final Fantasy as well as um, the the number of people required for it is different. Like the content that we're trying to or we're talking about is four man or eight man content compared to the the twenty four man content of EQ two. And don't get me wrong, I love the the twenty four man content in EQ two uh, as well as the the twelve man the, the four group and two group raid stuff. Um, and I did find it challenging. Uh, Right through, we, I was part of kind of a, I don't know, a, a casual, hardcore, whatever, mid-core, however they're calling it nowadays, uh, group that we ran all the content and did pretty uh, good considering how much we didn't do anything. But uh, comparing it against that, it's a little bit harder. Like some of the stuff that we were doing wasn't necessarily cleared in the first couple of days, whereas the content like the, the Nidhogg nor, or hard mode and uh, some of the dungeons and stuff, that was all cleared day one. Yeah. Even even Mach was was cleared within the first couple days of the expansion, right? Like it's it was a completely different scene with the EQ2 rating where uh, you wouldn't see full clears for weeks months after the content was originally released. So, then I have to ask the question, do you think which is a better system? Would you rather see that that like content not being cleared from like seeing like people bang their head against the wall for months and and in not being able to clear content for like maybe weeks and months and and saying like well that's why that's how we provide that longevity to our content is making it that hard or would you rather see all right it's hard for the first few days until people understand it and then it's clearable but i still think like nidhog is still like people still have some issues going in yeah and like i'm not talking about nidhogg so much as because i think nidhogg was really well balanced i think there needs to be kind of a, a mix there like the probably the eight man and the four man stuff yeah that, that should be able to be cleared within a few days um the 24 man i haven't experienced it in final fantasy but i think maybe if it was a little bit more extended like i think um the, the savage raids those are a good example i think they take a little bit longer and they're not necessarily i don't think they are clear on the first day i think it takes a little while for those to get cleared so that's probably a better example um i just we haven't gotten to the point of raiding uh anything let alone the savage raids at this point 
Alright. Um I I got nothing else. I mean I'm just excited for it. So we'll we'll see what they do going forward. Um the next part of the article is I think interesting to all of us. Um is what what are they gonna do beyond um you know, three point four and going forward. Because clearly this ended the Dragon Song War. Um and we know that going forward so far that Yoshida said um, that Ishgard uh, the story with the, the characters and the people in Ishgard are going to continue to cooperate with the signs of the Seventh Dawn and help us f- go further so we know so far that the Ishgard's now, it's spoilers if you have not done that story, but <laughs> apologize but it's been out and most other podcasts have already we already did a spo- somewhat of a spoiler cast already, but like we're, it's rejoined, right? Ishgard's part of the four city. It's, a four, it's the fourth city state now, um, and there have been some subtle hints of where the next story is going to be going. So we know that um, three point five will be the, according to the article, three point five will be the turning point, as was two point five for a Realm Reborn. So we'll start seeing the 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 red wedding <laughs> event again maybe maybe not i don't know they killed a lot of time. right that's 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 going to be the big question right now because we do we do know that um some of our scions are teetering with life and death currently <laughs> um is minfilia alive technically she's technically right now she's the 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 voice of the crystal and she's not technically alive kind of maybe and it, it, i don't know there we know we have uh, there's a lot there's a lot going on you have Ida and Poplamo hanging out <laughs> goofing off together you got uh Alphano is fine he's okay he's just hanging out with us you got uh Bankred and Ustola helping out with uh, Kryle now. Uh, Kryle. Yeah. I, l- I hope we don't lose Kryle. That would <laughs> break my heart. <laughs> I like Kryle so much. <laughs> I don't like I don't like a lot of Lollafells. I think like I have like three Lollafells that make the list, right? Pippin. <laughs> Can't forget Pippin. <laughs> like you get Pippin, you get po- you get uh, uh Poplamo, and then you. Get- then you get Kryle, and that's it. Like, like if they introduce one more that's like a drunk, I'm down. Like, I want him. Like, that's like I just want to bumble in full. Um, but I mean, but I don't know, man. Like, I like they they I at the same time, like Square's not known for killing. Well, I shouldn't say that because I was I was like, well. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, yeah. That one time with the person. Yeah, I know. I've well, I've I've admitted that I was wrong about certain deaths. <laughs> so, uh, I I don't know. I if anybody in like a chat, if you want to speak up, if you think like anybody's gonna be dying, let me know, please. Because I would like to know. <laughs> Plot twist: Our character dies. Oh no. Trying to do a new character. Alright. 
Um, let's see, we know we got the Warren Triad coming, and we know we got all that, and we know that we kind of see signs are pointing to Alamigo being the next expansion, but maybe they'll curveball us and they'll send us not to Alamigo, I don't know. But I really think Alamigo is going to be the next place. Um, kill, kill off a nod. Don't kill off a no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's ba- the battle. He's Yoshida's baby boy. Uh, we get a new character in 3.4, dies in 3.5. It's a tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this new character. I would, If they introduce a character, it needs to be so charming in 3.4 that, and we get so attached to them that in 3.5 it's just like, oh. So basically what you're saying here is that uh, whoever that we get introduced to in 3.4 don't get attached. Pretty much. I It's... It's true. Kill Alpha now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, Donkatron likes Alpha No too much. Alpha No's the best. He he was a he was a uh, ladies' man back in high, in school. Honestly, I, I want to see his sister. We do not. We did not get a lot of his sister. Uh, so we got a little. We get a little bit. Now you know what she's been up to. I have a feeling that she's going to come back in 3.4 and 3.5 a little bit more now. Yeah. <laughs> he just cuts. He hates, like, just legit hates Alphanode. Alphanode is, like, I don't know. Like, if they were, if they were going to kill Alphanode, it wouldn't be until maybe the end of 4, like, the, the next expansion. If they were going to That'd do it. That'd be a pretty major character to kill. It would be, yeah. If they were going to do it. Although, who knows? I mean, don't get me wrong. In Final Fantasy XI, they killed off main characters all the time. Like, like you would travel with a main character, and then... Yeah. <laughs> it was gone. It was game over. So. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, and, like, you stole is all, you know... Power drainy eye, eye vision shit. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. So all right. Um, that being said, uh, the big thing is that we have to know is that they are. Uh, Yoshida says that he. Um, they asked like, "Are will you be releasing details about 4.0 in October at Fan Festival?" And yeah, this game is supported by a lot by the players, and we wanted to share the biggest news at Fan Fest, uh, Fan Festival venue. Um, of course, I didn't see um, that being any different from the last time they did FanFest. Uh, we, the players, I think, show the most love for this game. And if we remember the the yearly uh, event, the fourth wall-breaking event, where we went to the uh, 13th, 14th floor? Oh, yeah. At, like, or the 50th floor or something like that, where like Yoshida actually talked to us and apologized. Like... I mean, like, in terms of, of games, I mean, like, they, the, as much as we like playing this game, the developers love making this game for us. Um, and I have to say that, like, on a personal level, I, I thoroughly enjoy the fact that um, they do listen to their player base. Like, sometimes it's, it takes a while <laughs> for them, for certain things to get across to them, but... Like with PvP, they 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 do listen to the PvP players. With raiding, they're finally like getting to that point where it's like, all right, we know that tough content needs to be out there. 
you know, I, I, I'm down. I am so down. I'm down for 4.0. I'm down for whatever they bring. I don't care if they put it, like, some people are like, we're going to the moon. I'm like, I don't give a shit where we're going. Like, just, <laughs> just give me great content and make it fun, and I will thoroughly enjoy it. If you, like, like I've said so far, that 3.3 sets the bar for this game, and I think it sets the bar for a lot of other MMOs. Oh, yeah. So, um... Let me see there. I know there's one more point in the article. Um, and 3.4, they're going to say they're going to talk about some 3.4 t- uh, content at uh, the Tokyo Game Show in September, so we will learn more about um, 3.4 content in September. So that means for sure that we will... I think the main talk there will be patch 3.4 content. So yeah, so uh, we we know for sure that the, the Palace of the Dead is coming out in a few weeks. Um probably July we will go through August with Palace of the Dead and then September we'll, we'll we could hopefully yokai uh yeah, well yeah probably we'll probably get the yokai that's July isn't it well no I, well is the yokai event in July I thought well, it was in July did they tell give us a date I, for some reason I'm thinking July August I, my... I was speculating uh, September because it's when the game comes out. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Since, oh. yeah, no, we'll figure I... it out soon. I think three. I, po- I, I have an idea. I I do believe that 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 content will come out three point four. But I mean, we get like what fourteen new minions or whatever. <laughs> something rid- something ridiculous. But if you have to collect the whisper mount, well, you have to collect all the minions to get the whisper mount. I'm doing it. Yeah, he looks like a giant semen floating at this. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture right now. It does. He does, right? Yeah. Not just me. I mean, that's just canon at this point. Bro, what coma Okay. We're not Um, and everything else, I think, uh, they they asked about um like the the Kate Sith ears and the Moogle slippers and will that stuff being be at FanFest and says yes and um, they talked more about like making Final Fantasy fourteen a mega server. Uh, it's a no go on that. It's just not feasible. Um, I know a lot of MMOs do it, he, and and Yoshida said it's just like to, for that to even happen, it's too it's crazy. It's craziness. It would it would take a lot of work. It'd essentially, they'd have to build the game back up from the ground and then try to switch over all the data. And he said there there could be a loss of data in that process, which. I would probably believe them, so don't don't try to rework the wheel. It's working so far. It's doing good. Um, let's see. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen VR. They had the Titan yeah. VR. That yeah, I don't. Oddly enough, kind of his same thing. Like, eh. <laughs> um, Shin, anything for Final Fantasy fourteen VR? Would that be something? you're interested in or just like just it would just be too gimmicky I think it would be too gimmicky at this point like it brings up a good point it's hard you can't push 120 frames per second with VR over an MMO Yeah, you could do some sort of small instance content but yeah you'd have to basically uh, build the game from the ground up to support that or uh, I don't yeah I don't think the technology's there Uh, you definitely wouldn't have the cross platform play with uh, the PlayStation 4 and the PC as well. 
So I, you'd have to have different VR tech for it. Like, it's not like we have the ability to cross different VR platforms yet. It's taken us however many years to, to finally be able to play cross-platform between consoles and PC. We still have, are trying to get VR just on one console at this point. Well, on one system. oddly enough, you know what games uh, was the very first game to ever do support cross-console play? I feel like I know this. It's easy. It's, I, I, I'll give you a hint. We're playing the successor to the game. Final Fantasy XI, that's yeah, right. Yep. It holds Good the title. Good call on that one. Yeah, it was the uh, it was the uh, it was the first uh, game to support cross-platform play. Um, so, you know, Shadow no no it was not Shadowrun. Shadowrun did have it though on uh, Xbox 360, um, but also uh, Final Fantasy XI was also on Xbox 360. So yeah, that's right. So I and played it. Uh, this is not in the Game Watch thing, but I want to. Uh, the, Yoshida did recently. Uh, I believe they did speak with Microsoft recently about getting um, Final Fantasy XIV on my on Xbox. They they were open for it. Like Microsoft's like, yeah, we want we want Final Fantasy XIV on our our platform. And so when they came out of it, uh, the response from Square was that. Microsoft is still not willing to move on certain from certain aspects, and I believe it's because um, it's the gold. I don't think they want. I don't think they want to like allow online play without having gold, which doesn't make sense because you don't need PlayStation Plus to play Final Fantasy XIV. As long as you're playing, paying the sub, you can play it online. And I don't. I mean, it was fine with 360. I don't know if it's built into the programming of Xbox One that you need it. But if if I were them, like it's probably policy at this point. Maybe it is, but like sometimes, man, if you if you want a game on your platform, just break your policy. I if you want to be able to play games with other systems, and you want to like th- this would be the first like you set the precedence by saying like you know what. Well, like, if you're paying a, a subscription fee already, by all means, like, you don't need gold. You don't need PlayStation Plus to do it, you don't need gold. And I think that should be the standard. Like, I listen, if you need, like, if it's Call of Duty and you want Call of Duty to play on PlayStation and PC and Xbox One together, you, you need gold, that's cool, I'm okay with that. But if I'm paying twelve ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine a month to play Final Fantasy XIV, I'm not paying you fifty six. I mean, I may all be already, because <laughs> I, I have your service, but... I mean, like, that would push some people. Like, some people that want to, like, that own a 360. Since Xbox Ones are going on sale, and they're like, well, I liked Final Fantasy XI, that's all I really played on my my 360, and I don't see a reason to get an Xbox. Oh, I can play Final Fantasy XIV. I'll make the jump. I'll go move to that, and here's, take, take, take my money. Take, take it. Take my 200 some odd. I want the slim. Then. Yeah. I was taking the money. Just, yeah, you're taking the money. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Yelta, real quick. I think she said so. Uh, Yelta in, in chat said so gross because we said the mount looked like a semen, and then, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it could also look like toothpaste, like a, like a little dollop of toothpaste. Tooth- I just have to keep bringing it up, though. Uh, no. <laughs> Tooth- toothpaste dollop. Watch out! The Aqua Hunter Force is coming. Aqua Glee. I know. <laughs> That's all I need is a, it's a giant group of magical girls. It's just a great. It is. Ju- it is kind of. A, it kind it of, is, but. It is, but I will fly it. <laughs> it actually kind of sounds like a uh, another toothpaste commercial thing. So, Gleam Hunter Force. It does. 
No, well, they, they could ride them out. They, they could. As long as they had, like, a sweet wrap, maybe, to go. Um, so, alright, so uh, the rest of the, um, the rest of the, the, the article, uh, it's pretty much, oh, there's one thing, one more thing we should talk about real quick. Um, jump potion. Uh, this is a, a boost potion. Um, they have it in the, the China and Korea versions of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, WoW has it currently where if you buy a, a pack, you can boost your character up to uh, level 100. If you Well, level 90 if you buy Warlords of Drainer, and then 100 if you buy Legion. Real quick, uh, what are your thoughts on jump potions? Yay or nay for a uh, game like Final Fantasy XIV? Um... That's a good question. I feel like for Final Fantasy XIV, no, because you like you have that armory bonus for one thing. Like it, that's part of the game is like grinding up levels, and it's for me it's fun. I love leveling other classes and things like that. Um, but I just feel like that takes away from it a little bit. Like any type of game where it's like, oh hey, you want to start off, boost it. But like no, for me, I would rather have like a friend join in level one like hey i'll run old content with you because it's fun it's always fun it's true yeah i think i agree there like it leveling from one to 60 isn't too bad i think there's going to be a bigger uh difficulty with uh 4.0 coming out if someone has to complete all of the 2.0 3.0 content like it's going to take them hundreds of hours before they even get to the latest expansion um, so I, I think that's a separate topic from a boost potion from 1 to 60, but at the same time, there, there's also that sort of skip or something that needs to happen there to allow players to catch up a little bit without necessarily having to complete every single piece of story from the beginning to now. Could, it, since they've been doing this anyway, could they streamline the story quests? Like, make it so that you get from 1 to, like, once 4.0 comes out and says, alright, let's go back through and take out all the filler. Because, like, all right, for a good example, um, our friend, uh, uh, Carrie's cousin, uh, our, well, I'll use his FC name, Frisco. Frisco was doing the quest line in um, Costa del Sol, where you had to, like, make the dinner right before you did Titan. And that is a pain. It's so stupid. I fucking hate that quest. It's very stupid. Like, you could literally take that... Um, take that quest out and just make it streamlined and streamline it straight to like do maybe one or two points of the quest and then go straight to titan and then give them a like a level boost and like like so you still get the main points of the story like i don't need to know about a dinner a dinner at costa del sol what i really need to know about are the primals like you hit the main points you hit the primals you hit uh the the signs of the seventh dawn you hit like going to Mordona, like, you hit you hit all those points, and then you're out in Heavensward, and you hit Heavensward content, and you do the same thing. And I think Heavensward is already kind of streamlined, so really, if they wanted to, they could take up a little bit of those filler quests and just hit, hit the main points. You go you go see Race Velger, you go straight to, like, like the Race Velger quest is like, you go straight to Race Velger, you go straight to Nidhogg, you do all that. That would be a quick fix and then you don't even have to do a jump potion like it gives them the story and it gets into the the 4.0 content pretty quick yeah. i think the 2.0 stuff is a little bit harder just because you're going from 1 to 50 as well like yes there's a lot of filler content in there but at the same time you need to be certain levels to do certain content like you can't get to titan until you hit 35 or whatever that block is yeah so if you're cutting out all the content, say from 32 to 35, you have to somehow grind those three levels. And I think that would also 
slow down the progression as well. Unless you do, unless you increase the XP gain. And, and True, but you have to balance that as well. Like you don't want necessarily people just to power through those levels. Otherwise, you're going to have every class capped at 60 really, really fast. Like there needs to be some sort of balance between those two as well. I, I not well, it's not maybe XP gain, but what the quests give you, like those main storyline quests give you, so that later if you if you level another class, it's not like all right, well, cool, I'm absorbing all this XP so I can level all these like other my other classes pretty quick. Instead, it'd be like all right, cool, just my first my first time run through this game that main storyline quests give me this. Um, the only thing is like we know for a fact that like creating an alt is kind of it's not frowned upon it's just like it's useless because we really want to level the other classes on your main character unless you want to have Lollafell yeah like uh, Yelta yeah Yelta I just leveled up a new character in the main story XP plus hunt log guild has in a day and I was over leveled for the storyline yeah you're just making a lot of bad players with a jump yeah you are you're absolutely right and and I think that this will lead us. This, you know what? We're gonna lead us, and so jump. We're all in agreement. I think that jump potions are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. So our next talking point, and I, is if some of you, if you've not played other MMOs, I hope uh, Donk has, and I, I, he, you know, him and I have talked plenty because he's played WoW. How does Final Fantasy XIV stack up against what's out there? Uh, should not lock 4.0 behind 3.0, though. I agree. Yelta, I agree with that. I think that you should not uh, lock uh, 4.0 behind the story of 3.0. Uh, I think that if you want them to see it, like, they should see it. Um, but I, if they once they hit level and they want to go to 4.0, figure it out. Like Now, I think that the exception there is they could lock it behind 3.0 if they provided a fast path to 3.0. Like, yep. if they provided some sort of... Uh, this is probably a bad word for it, but content skip. Like being able, you might still have to get your levels, but you kind of get the, the the main points of the 3.0 storyline or the 2.0 and the 3.0 storyline, and then have the ability to just kind of say, yep, I know this, 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 and then I can start the 4.0 right away. Like you don't have to wait. Didn't they say they were not going to do that? They said they would not. Yeah. Uh... It's a tough choice. I mean, and the only people that were complaining in North America the last time when uh, Heavensward came out were were uh, uh, what's it called? Um, game uh, journalists, <laughs> if you want to call them that, because <laughs> um, I don't think anything they do is really journalism. <laughs> so um, they were complaining to like, I need a get. You mean I gotta level through this content and to talk about the game? Like, like. Just give them a private. Here, here's a preloaded character. Have fun, like experience the content, so you can talk about it. Um, <clears throat> so let's move on, because I will. I could talk about. I could have a serious discussion about jump potions all damn day, and we could. We could still continue it. Don't worry. <laughs> I'd be more excited if it actually made you jump higher. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> really? Like I would love that. Like a super jump potion, and you could like like do some super jumps. That'd be great. Ah, oh, I'd be, be so happy if I could do that. Especially out, like, like, Giovanni of Forelands is like, wee! <laughs> now, talking about other games and how this kind of stacks up, uh, on the same topic, Guild Wars 2 and their whatever, like, retro level. Did it originally as an April Fool's Day thing, and they kind of brought it back. Yeah. I don't know if either of you ended up playing that, but yeah, that was... Yeah, the Guild Wars 2, the retro. Yeah, yeah, I did. 
I loaded up Guild Wars 2 just to play it. <laughs> it's like... Are you talking about Super Adventure thing? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. that one. I love that. Yeah, I did. Um... <sighs> so, all right. Final we need more legs like that. Right. Final Fantasy fourteen, I think, set is set set the bar right, really. For me, and and this could be a personal thing with me, but for me, set the bar <laughs> really, really high in terms of like how content is presented, how content difficulty is um, added, and how a a game that's an MMO could take take risks. Um, because the Palace of the Dead is a it's a risk, right? It's like, like hey, we're going to put in a dungeon that goes up to 200 floors and it's, it's like, just go at it. And we know anything from floor 100 to 200 is hard. Yep, exactly. Deep Dungeon is the Super Adventure Box of 14. <laughs> hey, Rubicon Vale. Um, so... <laughs> All right, let's 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 take the big heavy hitter first. Like, let's take World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft came out two thousand two. The game is hella old, <laughs> hella. Um, it's gone through tons of changes. Um, I and I I will be the first person to say that I was like one of the people that played on the Australia server. Like, I don't like I was in that mix. Um. But the game has changed a lot, and in one thing I notice, and one thing I think that um, I, I know Donkatron and Chat will agree with me is that that it's I don't understand how a company, a game company, can charge fourteen ninety nine a month and leave their players with no content for a year plus, and just isn't that like standard theme park MMO now? You would think. But didn't we? Our 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 expansions a year old. We just got content. <laughs> it's standard. I I don't know if Final Fantasy fourteen kind of fits into the standard model anymore. That's true. They're they're kind of changing all their, the different stuff they've implemented and experimented with so many different features. They like Diadem and the Deep Dungeon and <sighs> to a lesser extent, you know, Verminius. <laughs> There have been successes, and there have been... Or the game where I just... By the pro tip for Minion, if you ever just need to make uh, MGP, just take the wolves, stack the wolves, because they they buff each other for attack, and you'll just... You'll rail everything. You'll just get to play three games. You get 10,000 MGPs. Um, (laughs) The game tips from Flatus. Yeah, game tips, pro tips. (laughs) Wow, yeah, I agree. Wow is lazy. But, like... And there's never been a time. Maybe when 3.0 first launched, and it didn't really launch 3.1, and because people and the but the the community here was vocal. They're like, "Listen, don't fucking do that again. Like, do not leave us without content that long." And they're like, "We went right." And then they, he even said in that article, and I, we didn't cover it, but he even said in our, our Yoshi P was like, "Yo, listen, we we went right back to our content release strategy because we did that one time, one time, and that's all it took." <laughs> yeah, seen. Uh, Nobari, uh, the worst thing job in spacing out their content patches for the last three expansions, they had a year-long break before the next expansion. Next heavy couldn't afford that. No, they can't. Um, years ago, uh, Yoshi did a interview at wait, was it Fan FanFest uh, with um, Reddit, and he said that uh, Final Fantasy XIV didn't have that luxury that WoW has, where um, you know we cannot 
you know that that we we don't have the luxury of not putting out content for a year because wow is that and and I, and I agreed with him wow is that and and they even said it currently in a Q and A because I still keep up with wow news um, that they're not going to promise to release an expansion once a year because they know they can't do it and my my thing is like Final Fantasy fourteen has a smaller team um. In, in 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 compared to the Blizzard World of Warcraft team, because I've seen a picture of that team and it's massive. It's a massive team. Um, and I know it takes a lot to make an expansion, but the fuck are they doing over there? <laughs> like, I mean, clearly, like they're they're just at that point where it's like we want it to be esports and we want it to be give you breaks in between times so we can sell our other games. Like, we need, oh, well, we're not going to have WoW content, but guess Overwatch is coming now, so everyone can go play Overwatch and, like, look, if you spend $60 you get all the goodies for World of Warcraft. I'm like, I need the monkey pet, so I'm going to buy the $60 game so I can get the monkey. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's that monkey right here, this monkey. <laughs> this monkey is that guy I'm talking about. Winston. <clears throat> yep. Alright, so... We we know WoW is the way it is, but WoW is still somehow is topping subscriber base, and I think that's more of a mentality thing where people are just too afraid to to maybe go like like I was like I w- I would say right here I'm the very first person to go and try a new MMO, and I always have been like I played Tabula Rasa when that shit was <laughs> I'll admit that I played Warhammer uh, uh, Age of Reckoning. I have that collector's box. I have a Rift collector's box right there. See, I, I've I've gone in and played MMOs out the ass. Like and and like I can sit down and I'm a blabbermouth and I'll be the first person to sit down and have a, a, a three hour conversation about MMOs and the state of games. Because right now, if you go into YouTube and you look at a lot of WoW content creators or former WoW content creators. There, there are a lot of them are saying the same thing. They're saying the MMO is dead. It's a genre that's dying. And I don't think a lot of them are looking... They don't want to look at Final Fantasy XIV because I think they're afraid to say that maybe there's another game that's doing something better and it's Final Fantasy. Well, and part of it could be, too, that the, the tr- traditional MMO is kind of dying. Like, the... The model that uh, EverQuest, EverQuest 2, WoW, and a lot of these other games kind of follow, uh, it, maybe that's not the future. Maybe we are going into a, a different type of MMO, and I think Final Fantasy is kind of experimenting with what that next sort of MMO could be. Well, we we know that they, Yoshi, and we, we talked about it a few, uh, few minutes ago, that they are looking at older MMOs and what they did and what really stuck. Um, you know, EQ EverQuest did some things that are right, like, and that are still considered right to this day. Like, like I we 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 just recently found out that um, Ida shows up like randomly at two o'clock in the morning server time. Will her little ghost will pop up in um, Gridania behind uh, where the carpenters work? There's that little kids playground, and she'll pop up. She'll pop up by a lamppost for like two seconds. And we talked about that last time, and I was like, dude, I love stuff like that. Can we get more of that? I love, like, like ingrain me in your world. Like, make random shit that I need to go find and, like, mysteries and shit. I will be in that game for hours. Like, for, and I'll, I'll say this for example. Like, old Vanilla WoW um, in Black Rock Mountain, 
there was an NPC that you can only get if you were dead, and Blizzard had said that, like, listen, before we switched over from Cataclysm, and that's Cataclysm, but I call it Cataclysm, um, that <clears throat> there was a bunch of other ghost NPCs that a lot of people didn't find the head quest. I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> like, I, then that, that was my goal in Australia, to die and go across. Like, I didn't even get done. I was like, I need to find all the ghosts. Let's see, uh, some people in chat are saying, uh, Donkatron is, it's all about MOBAs, players don't have the patience anymore, we as a society don't have the patience that we used to. And Rubicon Vale saying, the ongoing saga with uh, the woman from Ishgard running away with that guy and getting caught, I at least shire this patch, I love that stuff. Yeah man, it's, I love, I do love that stuff. Um, the go hidden little stories that make the world feel like it's living as opposed to that virtual spot that you go to kill things. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. And Yelta, I think the genre is saturated. I agree. I think the genre is saturated. Yeah. And I think that it's a good... I, I think it's great on the Final Fantasy fourteen team for taking risk. Like, sometimes it's not going to stick. I get it. Like, like you do take a risk. Like, Verminion was a risk. Nobody fucking wanted that shit. <laughs> but, like, let's... Alright, here's a better example. Let's take um, Diadem. Or Diadem. Um, they, they took that and they... They, it didn't work like to what they wanted, and now they're gonna focus it a little more and, and give you more structured goals, um, and that's fantastic. That's how it should be. Like you should be able to go into something and be like, all right, now we kind of know and spread across. Yeah, you know what, Hildebrand. <laughs> Wait, like I'm tired. Listen, you know what? Like I said this last last episode, but skip a damn Hildebrand and give me a full chunky Hildebrand. I want. <laughs> That's what I want. You want some more Papa Hildy? Papa Hildy, Papa Hildy. Uh, listen, all I know is that never play, never get in a snowball fight with uh, Godbert, because <laughs> you will die. Or his wife. Oh yeah, or his wife. Who... Actually, just, just stay away from his wife, period. She is scary. She's beautiful, but angry. Um, so... Yeah, I... I definitely agree with uh, Yelta and chat there. Like, the genre is definitely pretty saturated at this point. Everyone wants to make an MMO. And I think, um, going back to Don Fentron's comment about it's all about MOBAs, uh, the, the two kind of switch. Like, MOBAs were a very, very niche genre way back when, and they've hit mainstream huge in the last few years, whereas MMOs were arguably a little bit bigger. There was a lot less people, I guess, back then playing MMOs, but... I think they're kind of going back into a niche market at this point. So it so really what it's gonna come down to is that and maybe Yoshi P is like that guy that's like, yo dude, I see what the future like I need to like stay ahead of the game the curve. Cause really he may be right. Like if we if you can't keep doing the same thing, because if you keep doing the same thing, then no one's gonna like eventually you're just gonna fall to the wayside. So I think people are gonna look at like what does your MMO offer me in terms of unique experiences? Not just yeah, exactly. Not just like, does it have rating or does it have PvP? But like, what do you offer in unique experiences? Like, Deedum is a unique experience. Did it work? No, they're gonna fix it, and it'll be it's like Deep Dungeon's unique experience. So, and I think some of the not necessarily recently announced, but some of the the still in development MMOs are kind of going towards that as well. Like, uh, there's Chronicles of Illyria, which is focusing on a very niche market. There's Pantheon. Uh, they're focusing on a pretty niche market. Like 
they're kind of going towards those more uh, specific reasons. Why should you come play this game? Well, I'm really interested in this feature or this thing. The, they're not trying to please everyone. They're trying to uh, focus on a specific group. Yeah. Where, like, Chronicles of Lyria is more light fantasy medieval MMO, where it's more about the politics of a medieval structure where there's kings and queens and lords and, and ladies <clears throat> and there's like there is magic in the world but it's hard like you don't you're not you're not like a Gandalf you're not rolling around and be like I know you shall not pass like you have to go find magic out in the world and it Pantheon yeah Pantheon's that game where it's more a traditional party up group MMO where it's like you need a party the lowest the lowest amount of content in that game is two player so, and each will have its its following. Each of them will have their specific fan base, and there'll be be people that are very vocal about it's, they're doing the wrong thing. Uh, it's not so much they're doing the wrong thing; it's maybe that's not what you want. So, all right. So let's also look at. We talked a little bit about WoW, and that's a beast of its own. I can. I, I mean, that's not a WoW podcast. I don't want to give that thing too much time. But um, Guild Wars Two, it, it it tried to set, it tried to make a big difference in in how we saw MMOs. Right, first of all, it was buy to play, which um, is cool because I think we all own it. And I was like, all right, I don't have to pay monthly for it. So every anytime they do something cool like the Adventure Box, I could be like, I'll just jump in and do this one thing. And then... do you think, uh, in terms of like PvP, Shin, I know you said that you like the PvP. Um, right, like, like how, like, like Guild Wars Two PvP is like the PvP, like you like, like it's the the server versus server, massive battle sieges. Where uh, Final Fantasy kind of mimics that a little bit, but not to, <laughs> but it's almost mimicky, not not too much of the that real. Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to that, like the server versus server stuff, or world versus world, and uh, Guild Wars Two. Kind of, the whole scene feels like it's a living world again. You can siege castles, you can do trade routes, you can do all these different things, and the world survives and, and changes depending on what you do. Whereas with Final Fantasy, it's more it's a it's a match based system. So you go into it, you do your match for 10 minutes or whatever, 5-10 minutes, and then you're done. And you just repeat that over and over again. Yeah, although I, I hear... We haven't done Shatter yet. Maybe we should go to Shatter after the show. But Shatter here is a little more friendly to the PvP, like, noob. I could be wrong, though. Maybe somebody in chat will be like, no, don't do it. Um, so. No, don't do it. No, don't. No, help, please. Um... So, all right, so we have Guild Wars 2, so action-based combat. Um, the expansion added uh, Dave Mark, who, um, for, like, like little... I used to do a, a show called Evercast, and, and Dave Mark was working on EverQuest Next, who was an AI expert. Um, he was, And he helped work on the AI for Guild Wars 2. They, and they haven't fully, from what I understand, they haven't fully implemented his AI, and I think that from what he has said, and maybe, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but he has, uh, from what I understand that, like, they're going to fully implement that AI into the, their next Guild Wars expansion, like, like so it'll be a little more AI-based. To Guild Wars next? Yeah, whatever it's going to be. Oh my god. Uh, who knows? 
don't know. I, but they've also gotten in hot water though lately. Like they they made a promise of like every every weapon's gonna have a legendary, and they're like, nope, that's too hard. <laughs> so is that yeah? They were like, this this too hard to create weapons. I was like, that doesn't seem like a hard thing to do. <laughs> Take a weapon, make it cool, and then <laughs> here you. Go. But I don't know. Maybe that's like kind of the like from the bite like when you're paying a subscription like you can't do that to a subscription based model like you can't say like here's this promise we made and we started delivering because they did and add some of those weapons already and they're like no the other eight weapons aren't going to get jack shit <laughs> so there's four weapons that people can use and i think some of the classes can't even use the, of the four they can't use those legendaries like <laughs> so like there's a bunch of people who are like pissed wow i didn't know that yeah well, Guild Wars 2. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love Guild Wars 2, though. I love it. I can't. I can't do it. I, I, I was like, everyone's like, dude, it's so great. There's like, there's no like, collect 10x. I was like, no, there is. It's just they put up a little fill-up bar, and <laughs> they hit it behind the bar you have to fill up. <laughs> I, I learned. I learned. Quick. Is that kind of like Fates? Yes. It's like Fates. It's exactly like Fates, where you have to, like, we know there's a set number behind the scenes. But the, but in Guild Wars, it's all the time. It's like, you have to kill 10 of these or collect 20 of these, but you don't know it's 20 because you, you're like, oh, I got to collect more. They tricked you. It's a bamboozled. <laughs> so I only got to level 30. And I was like, I'm out. I know what this is. You, you may have weapons that swing around. Although I have to say they have one of my favorite PvP, PvP uh, matches, which is that keg football thing, and I think that's fantastic. I think every game should have some sort of football beer-based game. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. So, um, all right. So, and there's Wildstar, which I played. I never played that. Wild Wildstar is the MMO that couldn't. <laughs> it tried real hard, and it just can't. <laughs> it gave up. Like I feel bad. I do feel bad for them because they, uh, they, they legit tried. Like I know they're on their. I really do believe they're on their last. Yeah, Nobari and Chad Sai Wildstar. Every game should have football. Yes, I agree. Hotball was good. That was the only thing good about that game. Um, Wildstar did have great housing. It was instanced housing, though, and it wasn't like everyone... Like, it wasn't like actual plots of land on a lake where you could see your neighbors. Like, it was your house and you had a giant thing of land. Um... I I don't know, but we're, I think where where Wildstar failed was that it 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 was really wow like like it was just like people were like look at it and it's like oh it's wow in space and technically if you know your wild or I was already in space. <laughs> so. Don't get me started now. Like... So I, where where. Maybe we'll, you know, we'll probably do an hour today because I don't, I don't want to drag this out. But like, all right, so really quick, Final Fantasy fourteen. Why, why? I'm gonna start with Carrie. Carrie, why did you choose? Why, why is Final Fantasy fourteen the game? Like, cause you, I know when you can play, like it's like you'd rather play Final Fantasy fourteen even over Guild Wars two, even though you lo- definitely. I don't know, like, well, for one thing, I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan, so I kind of like helps but for me it's just like every time i would log back in because um i'm usually busy so i i don't play as much but like whenever i resub every couple months there's new stuff to do and it's like 
I'm always doing new things. I'm always leveling. My favorite part about Final Fantasy XIV is the fact that I can have one character and have every class, every, like, all on there. But it's just the fact that there's always a new update that I log back into to do or just new content. It's always there, and it's just fun. Like, I could do a dungeon multiple times a day, and it could be the same dungeon, and I have fun, and it's great. Shin for you. I, and, and Shin, you're, you're, I think <laughs> you're going to be the most interesting because, you know, I talk, I, I'm the one that, like, greased you into this fucking game. Yeah, I was going to say, the one who reason why I'm playing is because of that guy over there. And, uh, yeah, I, the reason I, I kind of picked it up was, a, hey, I needed something to do with during Extra Life a couple years ago. So picked up Final Fantasy and, and did that to level 30 during Extra Life, uh, which I hope to do again this year. Yeah, doing the same thing. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I I did like I enjoyed the part with um, uh, one all classes being viable. Uh, that's a lot of fun, and I do like the I not don't have to have fifteen million different alts. I can have a single character and level up everything at the same time. Uh, but the the real thing that kept me coming back was definitely the community. Like the people are just friendly in this game. I've gone to other games or uh, even pre-release communities. They come out and especially with pre-release they're really really friendly up until the point the game is released everyone comes into the game and just because there's so many people the overall attitude just kind of drops and then suddenly it's like oh i don't really want to be part of this toxic group anymore and then we go hop to the next group i have not seen that yet with final fantasy and the game's going on two years now three technically if you count it was like, is it, is it? <laughs> okay three years <laughs> Um, yeah, Carrie, did you have a question? I'm sorry. No, I was like, is it two years, three years? It's three, it's three. If you count 1.0, which I think a lot of people, I think a, a lot of older players that were a part of 1.0, I, I played, all right, here, I played the beta for 1.0, and I, uh, yeah. I, I was like, this game, I, I was on a boat, I remember the boat, and I was, I was like, all right, cool, I'm on the boat, we're gonna, we're gonna do this live, right? And I went in to beta. And it was running horrible. And at the time, I had a pretty okay, like, I was throwing th games at my PC, and I was like, this should run fine. I don't understand why I'm getting such shitty frame rates. <laughs> I was like, all right, no problem. It's, I'm just going to chalk it up to beta, no problem. Played, and I was just like, this isn't, f it's fun? Not really. And then, I, so I was like, all right, I'm not going to spend my, I wanted to, like I wanted, because it was Final Fantasy. I'm like, I love Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy VI, fantastic game. Beautiful game. You ever play Final Fantasy VI? Go fucking buy it right now. <laughs> it's so good. I say, I, I'm the odd one out here. I don't think I played any Final Fantasy games <gasps> before I played this one. Yeah, he's 15. I have played the first one now. He has. He has. But I played 14 and 1, and I have Explorers. It's actually right here on my desk. I love Explorers. Yeah. But I haven't played any other game yet, and I'm waiting for a lot of the port. If we if we're on planes that let us use Wi-Fi, we should play Final Fantasy Explorers <laughs> on the planes going to. By the way, if you would like to see us, we're going to be going to uh, Vegas uh, for Final Fantasy Fan Fest. So if you're going to be there, you can meet the uh, the Maelstrom most of the Maelstrom cast. I don't Carrie is not can't make it, but he's going to be streaming the uh, live. So he's going to see us from the computers. I probably won't be at the event, but I'll probably fly out and just 
Oh, well, shit. At the hotel. Yeah, fuck it. I, I fly for free. I mean, come on. We'll figure we, it out. We, we might have an episode from Vegas. You also might not leak what happened in Vegas onto the show. Who knows? We'll find out. Yep. <laughs> the last live podcast from Vegas that I saw worked out pretty well, so. Yeah. Um, I'll sneak in. And real quick for me, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. I mean, I, I love this game. Like, I, I am... I think this game has one of the most romantic MMO stories. Um, I've never seen it. In, in terms of games, I've never noticed. I've never seen a game get a second chance, like truly get a second chance. Um, and 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 by all means, I mean, we even saw it. Like we said, we saw it with with Yoshi doing the 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 breaking the fourth wall event where he apologized to the 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 player base. Um, we know that they, like, if any, like, you know how many MMOs I've seen fail? <laughs> like, like, Warhammer dropped. Like, I, I was excited for Warhammer. I think Warhammer had some really cool things, and it was just, it was dropped. EA just dropped it. EA dropped, essentially dropped, you know, Star Wars The Old Republic. I mean, it's this kind of, I mean, it's it's getting content, but I don't think it's really, I don't, I don't see it surviving much longer. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Star Wars is really big right now, so maybe they're gonna like they're trying to get some stuff, but <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't fucking that game. But <sighs> this game, though, like the community is fantastic. Like you, you, the people in chat, like the the people like we've been meeting through doing the show and um, the random chocobo parade. Yeah, like on our server fan for it, we we've did a fat chocobo parade. We made a giant happy face in the sky using fat chocobos. Like I, I don't think there's at any point where I said like I I just dislike this community. Like I've never said that. Um and I I, I just like like give me more. Like give me more content, give me more of this community. I'm super excited to meet a lot of people out at FanFest. Um, what are you guys doing? <laughs> We're fighting. All right. <laughs> and uh, so, it, 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 just round of applause. Like this game is fantastic. Like keep up the content. Keep up. Like you're you're doing. And and I and this is the guy who played WoW from vanilla. I played that game for almost eleven years. Like by f- fucking GG. Great wow. job. Yeah, it's a long time. Uh, and I play and playing other twenty other MMOs because I sat down and counted. <laughs> um, I I played the Matrix Online. Everybody remember that one? I did that one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So. So that being said, like, this one keeps it solid, man. Like you, they do a really good job. Like I know a lot of I know some, sometimes people get pissed, and there's like people want more of that 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 gear lust, and. But you know what? And here, and I'm gonna do one more pro tip, and this is for all the people I see sometimes in Nidhogg, because I've been in some Nidhogg battles before. <laughs> um, have patience with people. Um, don't be afraid to teach. Uh, be the first person to speak up, and be the the person who can take charge and lead. Um, I'm the first person in my FC, like I said earlier, that will say like we can do this. I will be the first person in a in a group to be like, hey, listen, we can do this. If I'm undergeared, I'll be like, listen, I may not be the best here, but I believe everyone else is, and we can do this. In so, that scenario, he's also the first person to die. It's true. Always. Well, it's true. I keep the rest of you alive. Yeah. 
But there's been times. You can die. <laughs> there's, but just be confident in what you can do, and 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 just be a good player. Because if you're a good player to the player base and the people surrounding you, show so show some compassion, and 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 be a. You don't have to have the crown. You don't have to have need need the nifty Burger King crown next to your name to to be a person that can teach. Um, just be patient with people. Like if 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 you especially want you want to make the argument that the content needs to stay at the difficulty that we're getting then don't be afraid to teach somebody. Because if you teach somebody the right way, I guarantee they'll pass it on to somebody else and you know, we'll have better players for it and we'll have a better community for it. Pay uh, for it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, pay for it. So um, I think that will end us for this episode of Maelstrom Radio. Um, thank you all for coming out. Um, this episode will be up on YouTube. I promise I will get this all the audio out on iTunes and Stitcher. I promise I will get that done this week. Um, so, and we will have that up and out, and you will find us. And I'll link it out in uh, on Maelstrom. Follow us at Maelstrom Radio on uh, on Twitter. That's Maelstrom underscore Radio. You can follow us at Maelstrom dot com, MaelstromRadio.com. You can email us at um, info at Maelstrom. Show. Show at maelstromradio.com. Sorry. I'm going to. I listen. I do two podcasts. <laughs> I can't get them mixed up. <laughs> it's. Uh, you can mail us at show at maelstromradio.com. Send us some email. Um, you can send us uh, questions or uh, send us anything. Honestly, if you send us something uh, that you think we should discuss or even if you have a thought about what we discussed today, um, I guarantee that I'm the type of person to look at it, um, read it, and maybe be like, hey, this is, might be a show topic. So. Um, thank you guys, and we will see you all next week. Same Maelstrom time, same Maelstrom channel. Peace. Till Z swallows all. <laughs>